0: Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. I'm happy you joined us for this episode of This Week in the Word at dredhill.podbeam.com. The title of the episode for Sunday, October 31st, is simply this It is Matthew's Messiah. It's about forgiveness. So let's go to Matthew 18. If you don't have a Bible, that's fine. Uh, Just join us anyway. But we're going to go to Matthew 18 and we're going to learn what the Lord Jesus Christ says about forgiveness. It's a great song written by Eagle Don Henley, The Heart of the Matter. I hope you'll listen to it if you don't know the song after this episode. I got the call today I didn't want to hear, but I knew that it would come. An old true friend of ours was talking on the phone. She said, you'd found someone. And I thought of all the bad luck and the struggles we went through and how I lost me and you lost you. What are these voices outside love's open door that makes us throw off our contentment and beg for something more? I'm learning to live without you now, but I miss you sometimes. The more I know, the less I understand. All the things I thought I knew, I'm learning again. I've been trying to get down to the heart of the matter, but my will gets weak and my thoughts seem to scatter. But I think it's about forgiveness. Forgiveness. Even if if you don't love me anymore, These times are so uncertain, there's a yearning undefined, people filled with rage. We all need a little tenderness. How can love survive in such a graceless age? Ah, the trust and self-assurance that lead to happiness, they're the very things we kill, I guess. Oh, pride and competition cannot fill these empty arms, And the work I put between us, you know, it doesn't keep me warm. I'm learning to live without you now, but I miss you, baby. And the more I know, the less I understand. All the things I thought I'd figured out, I have to learn again. I've been trying to get down to the heart of the matter, but everything changes and my friends seem to scatter. But I think it's about forgiveness, forgiveness. Even if, even if you don't love me anymore. There are people in your life who've come and gone. They let you down. You know they've hurt your pride. You better put it all behind you, baby, because life goes on. You keep carrying that anger. It'll eat you up inside, baby. I've been trying to get down to the heart of the matter, but my will gets weak and my thoughts seem to scatter. But I I think it's about forgiveness, forgiveness, even if, even if you don't love me. I've been trying to get down to the heart of the matter because the flesh will get weak and the ashes will scatter. So I'm thinking about forgiveness, forgiveness, even if, even if you don't love me anymore. Yep. I'd say it's about forgiveness. How about you? Jesus says that very thing in Matthew 18. Let's go to Matthew 18, verse 1. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee, it is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee, it is better for thee to enter into life with one eye, rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire." Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven, their angels do always behold the face of my Father, which is in heaven. You know, one of the most sobering verses in scripture is what I just read in verse 10. Whatever the exact meaning is, whether it's talking about literally little children, which I think it is, but also spiritually about any child of God who believes in Jesus Christ. Listen, it won't end well for those who abuse and murder children, and it won't end well for those who murder and abuse anyone who belongs to God. That's sobering. So when we talk about forgiveness, All of us first must be forgiven by God through faith in Jesus Christ. When we come to Christ and we believe on him as Savior and Lord, the true Messiah, then we are born again, and the price that he paid on the cross for our sin, not his, we, uh, we received the forgiveness of God. And when He rose again the third day, literally victorious over death, we know we have eternal life. We have to be forgiven first. And we cannot be those who are creating problems for others. That's number one. All right, let's move on to verse 11 in Matthew 18. For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. This was the earthly mission of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's still doing that today. For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. How think ye if a man have an hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, Doth he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? Well, you know, the answer is, well, of course he does. Verse 13. And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more over that sheep than of the ninety and nine which went not astray. Even so, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. So take that to heart. Now, our job as believers in Christ is to be helping trespassers to turn around. And the reason we have to do that is because unforgiven people hurt other people. When... When we forgive, let's say we felt, feel that we've been offended, scripturally even. When we forgive, we stop the chain reaction of hurt and pain. And I'm going to tell you a little secret here. And I actually, it's not a secret. It's really what the Lord said at the start of this passage. It helps a lot when we get over ourselves, when we become humble, just like that little child, right? That helps immensely in forgiving others because it's it's about forgiveness. If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm, I'm hoping you're starting to by this point in your life. Moreover, verse 15, Moreover, if thy brother... This, this is someone we should not expect to trespass against us, right? Think about it. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Isn't that great? A problem comes up. It's really real, but in a heart of humility and forgiveness, you go to that brother or sister in Christ, they realize what they've done, they admit it, and you know unity is restored. That's a good thing. Verse 16, but if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. So now you take with you some people who are really walking with the Lord and Their heart's right and everybody's trying to be redemptive and appeal to the one who's out of bounds. Verse 17, and if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. Now, all the believers in the church that that brother is involved in, they all pray about this and they're trying to be restorative and redemptive and the church appeals to this person and they're gonna turn around automatically, right? I wish that happened every time, but it doesn't. And if he should neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. That is, now there's a, there's a separation, there's a difference. Things aren't like they were before. And this is to bring conviction of God on that person who needs to repent. And come back to the right way, right? But also we realize that if we think someone is a heathen man or a Republican, hopefully we are trying to win them to the Lord, <laughs> right? So we still, our heart is all redemptive. We just want some pressure to be on that person from God so that they get, they get back where they need to be. It's all aimed at redemption and restoration. Verse 18, Verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So our, our standard of measure, you know, how we evaluate these things is not based on what we think. It's on what God says is right, and where do we have that? We have it in the Bible, all right? So it's not subjective, it's objective. Verse 19, again, I say unto you that if Two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask. It shall be done to, for them of my Father, which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. We usually use these, these verses regarding uh, church, you know, worship and prayer time. But notice, even though that's true, notice that it's right here in the context of church discipline, of trying to help someone who's gotten off the right path to get back on the right path. Jesus is involved in this. Isn't that interesting? We are to be all about helping believers to forgive. When believers are sinned against, they need to forgive. And, you know, if if we don't stop feeling hurt then we will start hurting others, especially those closest to our hearts and our family and our church. Verse 21, then came Peter to him and said, Lord, you know, sort of like uh, we're thinking right now, okay, this forgiveness thing, yeah, it's okay, but let's not carry it too far. (laughs) Verse 21, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times It's interesting that Peter had a brother in this group of disciples, Andrew, of course. Uh, Maybe maybe Peter's just asking this generally, but it'd be interesting if if they were at odds with each other right now. Uh, I'll just assume it was general. Till seven times? I think the rabbi said three times, so Peter doubles down. So that's a good thing, right? Verse 22. Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, His Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him an hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desiredest me. Shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. Now, here's the takeaway right here in verse 35. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you if ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. Pastor Ed, explain that away so I'll feel better. Not gonna do it. (laughs) I want that to trouble you. If you are not forgiving someone, I want that to bother you so bad until you just forgive them with God's help. You see, forgiveness is passed on from God through forgiven believers. No one has done something to you that could even possibly be remotely as much as you've done against God. And yet the Father has forgiven you. Forgiveness is portrayed in compassion for others who are undeserving of forgiveness. You know, it turns out that it's about forgiveness. Write this number down. 877-247-2426 877 877- or you can go to chataboutjesus.com, chataboutjesus.com, and if you are not yet a Christian and you know you need to be forgiven by God for your sin, you can come to Christ as your Savior and Lord today, and you can be not only forgiven of sin, but born again by the Spirit of God and have eternal life living in you starting today when Jesus comes to live in you, amen? You know, Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's every single one of us. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death. But here's the good news. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I hope that if you're not a Christian yet, you will become one today. If you need help, call that number or go to chataboutjesus.com. Thank you for listening to This Week in the Word. And I hope that you will reach out to someone, share this podcast Write where you're listening to it and send it to someone. Tell others where to find it at dredhill.podbean.com. They can go to that address or they can get the Podbean app and look for This Week in the Word or Dr. Ed Hill, and they'll find this podcast. Be a missionary with me to those who need to know Jesus before it's too late. Thanks for listening today. I look forward to sharing the Word of God with you again in our next episode of This Week in the Word, Matthew's Messiah. God bless. Have a great week. Bye-bye.